right, where is it? Here I am. Ahoy, mateys, and welcome to another episode of I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. My name is Captain Eric. Welcome aboard as we continue our sail through the third season of SpongeBob SquarePants. Today's episode is probably on the top 10 lists of most SpongeBob fans. It's, a, it's certainly a fan favorite episode. Uh, for, for most of you, I would probably bet this is your number one episode of season three which in for some would therefore make it the number one episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. This is certainly up there, Idiot Box, the second half of the 44th episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. This episode first premiered on March 1st, 2002, and it is written by Paul Tibbet, Ken Osborne, and Meriwether Williams. Our storyboard artists are Carson Kogler, William Reese, and Mike Roth. Our storyboard directors are Paul Tibbet and Ken Osborne. Our animation director is Andrew Overtoom, and our creative director is Derek Dryman. Uh, this is uh, just another example as to why you can just be super simple with SpongeBob, but then get so much comedy out of these characters and the situations they're put in. Uh, that's why I love episodes that that take place prim primarily on Conch Street and and don't leave that location. Um, because you can just, even with these characters and in their, their front yards and their backyards without leaving that space, there's so much comedy to be, to be found. All you realistically have to do is have SpongeBob and Patrick do something outside that annoys Squidward, and that's classic SpongeBob comedy, in my opinion. Uh, and this is one of its best examples of where even SpongeBob and Patrick doing something so mundane... So um, inoffensive, uh, probably the least annoying we've ever seen them. Yet Squidward cannot get them and what they're doing out of his head throughout the entire day. It's it's certainly impressive and, and kind of just shows you uh, a a little bit more of that uh, of that manic state that Squidward usually finds himself going down frequently. And uh, and it, those those kind of tend for some pretty good episodes, and we've seen that um, a lot throughout the run of SpongeBob, just Squidward, where he, he his mind gets fixated on one thing, and just can't let it go, and and he's just driving himself crazy when he has every reason to be excited because right in the beginning of this episode, my man gets a free big screen television. Wouldn't we all love to be in Squidward's position? Imagine your neighbor buying like a like a seventy inch four K flat screen television and they just throw the television out and they just want the box imagine them putting that giant television right out of the box onto onto their garbage like wouldn't you ask to hey are you just throwing that out can i have it um but <laughs> he, he you would think with that he would be able to just have a good day but no he's too fixated on whatever spongebob and patrick are doing so that's what we find themselves in in, in the beginning of this episode spongebob and patrick are actually waiting for the mail and and Squidward is is trying to enjoy his day, which of course I, I guess can't be can't be achieved with SpongeBob and Patrick doing even just hopping around for the mail is just something that is enough to to grab Squidward's attention and and usually derail him on whatever his plans are. I really like the joke using Patrick's uh, glasses here as he's going to uh, look into the distance for the mailman. He puts two. Um, he, he actually calls them glasses, but he puts two actual, like, water glasses up to his eyes, 
as he would as he would for binoculars. And on the other side of the on the other side of the um, glasses, we see kind of the water come down, and we see realistic eyes for a moment for a nice visual gag. It, it hits every time. It's something that's just it's still funny after all these years, um, because they don't do it often. Those those kind of jokes that'll use uh, real life in in various ways. They, we see it here and there, and I think that their uses of it are so infrequent, which because of that means that every time they do do that it, it does still hit in a massive way um thinking about you know tom kenny in the shower in neptune's episode uh thinking about tom kenny as the uh the hot sauce the his face um i don't know do, do we have whose eyes those were i don't know if that information is out there i would not be i would not be surprised if they are uh, tom kenny's eyes as well, they they tend to use him a lot in these, as you can, you know, I've already mentioned him. Um, I, I love SpongeBob and Patrick's little hopping enthusiasm waiting for the mail. Um, when you're a kid, getting things in the mail is an exciting thing. Uh, I, I can tell you as um, someone who has worked in, in industries where you're, you know, you're a part of what you have to do is to sign people up to receive something. Um, if it's kid appropriate, a lot of parents like sign stuff up for their kids just, you know, hey, my kid loves receiving magazines or stuff in the mail. So um, th that's usually something that I'm sure all of us can relate to thinking back to a time that, you know, you, you knew something was coming in and that excitement waiting for it. Even if you knew that day it was coming, the second you saw that mail truck, the UPS truck, you just got super excited. But uh, always, always ship through the USPS. That's a, that's a statement from Captain Eric here. Um, Squidward calls this a ha happy hopping moron day. Um, while he's, you know, once again, he had something he was going to do. And he just stops what he's doing to stare at these uh, at his neighbors, who he he says he doesn't like, but spends an awful lot of time, you know, staring at him and and making commentary. And and usually that's what gets him in trouble. You think he would, you know, catch on at this point. Anyway, as I've already mentioned, SpongeBob and Patrick are waiting for a television. They ordered a television. They they received this massive box that. You would think with the size of the TV we eventually get, this box would be bigger. But it's a box that's big enough for both characters to comfortably sit in. Um, even all three characters eventually in this episode. But to give you that distinction, visually it, it seems to be almost like a TARDIS type situation where the box is one size, but then inside it's it can be whatever size they need it to be. Um, of course, it's animation. We can have fun like that. So, uh, but the boxes, you when seeing it, you wouldn't think there would be enough space for three people to to sit in comfortably. But it's a decent sized box. Once it's opened, we see that SpongeBob and Patrick hoist up a massive television and immediately throw said television right onto SpongeBob's garbage can and and are just content with the box. The the joke being that they seemingly purchased this massive electronic only for the the box and, and its size that it came with because these characters just like using their imagination and sitting alone in a box something that once again we can all relate to if if you ever were a kid and and your parents purchased anything that came with a giant box being inside of that box was an experience you know there there's nothing like you know when you're a, a small child and you can fit in one of those boxes and um, especially when you eventually grow older and learn that you can pull pranks with those kind of boxes. Uh, no, no, uh, 
no further explanation on that one. Uh, but but Squidward notices this act and immediately hops to with what we would all do in that situation. I mean, completely perplexed at the at the act of throwing a television out, but then going over and, and asking his neighbor, hey, you know, can I have that television? It's funny because this, the size of the television, if you remember, there was a time when it, to have the biggest TVs, you basically, even when there were flat screens, they were so massive that there was no need to have a TV stand because the TV itself was so big, it, it was its own TV stand. If ever, if anyone remembers before, they had like really like they were still flat screen, but they were just these massive projection TVs. They just huge, and this is that like it, the TV that Squidward has is actually not that far off from from the kind of TVs that you, that we had at that time, as far as like massive televisions, uh, and and these things. I mean, they can't hold a candle to the kind of TVs that we have today, but. For their time, I mean, it was pretty cool to see those those massive televisions, especially if you just, you know, weren't used to them. Squidward Squidward does get the television and is still kind of he's he's so perplexed at SpongeBob and Patrick's enthusiasm over this box, even after they explain to him that their fun comes from using their, uh, and I'm sure you know it's coming, imagination. In the box, uh, that's all you really need when you're a kid. Uh, think of the amount of times you you know could run around a, uh, a field or you know woods. Well, probably not these days, but um, if you had friends that you were hanging out with and you pretended you know even on a playground where you would you would play pretend and and um, you know act off of that and and you know where you're playing house or firefighters or cops or you're you're replaying your favorite movies or TV shows any any time like. When you're able to just lock into your imagination, it can be the funnest you, you know, can have when you're at that age. Um, I even think when you're older, you, we all kind of use our imagination in various ways. It's kind of a part of of thinking is is we're always kind of thinking of uh, even if you're staying very realistic, even if you're thinking of possible outcomes of, of future events, that's it's you using your imagination and and we can figure things, you know, using that can figure help figure, figure things out, but also, you know, help make future decisions. And and there's so much to use with your imagination. It's such a wonderful part of of being alive and 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 thinking. And uh, and that's all you really need. Now Squidward doesn't need any of that. Just has his television. He just scoots off. Um, I gotta say, SpongeBob is is an incredible neighbor to spend that kind of money uh, on ordering a television and giving it to his neighbor. Uh, they they immediately set their sights on a mountain climbing adventure, and the second they close the box, us as the audience are hearing apparently the same thing that Squidward is hearing. Where when Squid when SpongeBob and Patrick are inside of the box, it's almost like an audio like a a pre-produced professional you know audio drama there's sound effects of them in the snow there's there's some you know light skiing music that or uh yodeling music that reminded me of of the uh, the yodeler like mini game on the price is right uh we can hear like you know some weather coming in it it sounds like there's a lot going on and squidward this catches his attention and he's he is you know amazed by what he's hearing happening in this box. Now, even eventually when he kicks the box, because he just, you know, he thinks these guys are just idiots, he causes an avalanche that he hears 
these characters just screaming in pain and it's not supposed to be funny but knowing that spongebob and patrick are just sitting inside the box and what we're hearing is not really happening it is absolutely hilarious i think it it this time around it that sound of them screaming in the avalanche just made me gut laugh uh harder than almost any other part of this episode um it, it's you know that just <laughs> go back and watch it that that part is legitimately hilarious even the second avalanche when squidward goes and you know lightly touches the box because he he is what he's hearing he is so convinced that is happening in the box that he is concerned for the well-being of the characters after their uh, their avalanche experience he eventually opens the box to just find that spongebob and patrick are simply sitting in the box with their eyes closed and they're just using their imagination. Everything that Squidward was hearing, he he's convinced of how well it sounds. They have to be using some sort of tape recorder or some sort of recording. Um, throughout the entire episode, he's he is absolutely uh, obsessed about this. I love Patrick screaming out Excelsior in the uh, in the mountain climbing adventure as he's he's climbing the mountain and and not being safe. Uh, but I, uh, th nice little shout out to Stan Lee there. I imagine it has to be, uh, it's not like this was made, you know, earlier and, and no, like if you're mentioning Excelsior and anything, it's gotta be a, a nod to Stan Lee. Um, uh, the ideas that they bring up here at the end with, uh, with the characters talking about cutting off their limbs with a saw reminded me of, of the movie saw, which definitely wasn't out at this time. So I don't know if, uh. If somebody heard that and, and thought, hey, you know, I should make a horror movie off of that idea. But we, we had that mention here. I just just they're, them talking about it. These these cartoon characters talking about the uh, being able to cut off their legs and their arms. Incred just super funny. The whole mountain climbing adventure is absolutely hilarious. And, and Squidward's concern is is adorable. You know, it's it's kind of the part about his character that at the end of the day, he does really like his neighbors and really does care for him. He doesn't want them. He just wants them to go away and not annoy him. He does not want them like physically harmed. I'm sure some days he does, but but he generally doesn't want SpongeBob and Patrick to be harmed. And when he hears about their like possible uh, uh, situation, he, he shows concern and it's absolutely adorable. Um, he eventually is convinced that, all right, hanging out in boxes must, must be a cool thing. Throughout his house, he is looking for a box for him to use, comes across a hat box, pulls out a sombrero and mentions that he hasn't even worn this yet. And it's funny because if you are a SpongeBob fan, you should recognize that sombrero is the same sombrero he pulls out during the camping episode. And I, I like the little, the little start here of that of that joke he tosses the sombrero out of frame and doesn't mention it again but just the fact that it eventually we circle back to that is is extremely hilarious squidward tries sitting in this hat box and he, his attempt is is there i'll give him some points but uh he just thinks that sitting in a box and putting the top on his head is somehow going to magically make sounds appear and he's going to have this experience and, and doesn't understand the idea of using your imagination he still is consistently hearing spongebob and patrick having a fun time in their box and is is so convinced um that they must be cheating in some way um that that he, he just can't just move on with his day he tries to with 
uh, with watching the television, he eventually gets to watching the big screen television that he got for free from SpongeBob. But every channel that he flips to has some programming that has to do with boxes. Um, especially, I love the last gag here when he gets to championship boxing, and it's literally, you know, he he even laughs at it like, huh, all right, like that that this doesn't really have anything to do with the actual boxes. And then we get to the actual boxing, and it's boxes in a ring boxing. That gag right there, 10 out of 10, absolutely love it. Makes Squidward goes absolutely bananas. He is He's done watching television. He's just got boxes on his mind. Eventually, he kicks out his little hat box, which comes back to my favorite, like probably my favorite little Patrick moment ever. But he throws the hat box out of the house, which SpongeBob and Patrick gladly take into their box. They're happy to see any kind of boxes. Eventually, that this uh, moment comes back when Squidward opens up their box again, and Patrick is inside of the hat box, fully inside. I mean, they they have the powers to to do what I guess Squidward can't, which is just make everything like a TARDIS, where inside is just going to be bigger. But he's able to fit fully inside of this hat box. So when Squidward opens up the big box, Patrick comes out of the small box saying, uh, "Here I am." It's just, I don't know, it's one of my favorite little Patrick moments. It's so adorable. I absolutely love it. Um, now, Squidward is is game to sit inside of the box, and this is where he comes and sits down inside, and, and he just wants to watch and observe SpongeBob and Patrick on what they're doing to achieve the kind of noises he's hearing on the outside. He chooses the adventure as Robot Pirate Island. He wants to, to see robots and pirates duke it out on a beach, and eventually what he sees is SpongeBob and Patrick closing their eyes and just making very light sounds like beeps, boops, and saying, you know, ahoy. Not really the same kind of sounds that one would want to hear, and Squidward is convinced that these guys are just fully messing with him. That they're lying in some way, and they're holding something behind his back, and, and he's just, he's completely convinced about this. Uh, enough so that... Uh, he leaves and decides that he he's gonna just ignore them and try to move on with his day and and uh, break into the box once they're done using it and doesn't think that they're gonna be in there all night. But what we see is that SpongeBob and Patrick pretty much spend the entire day inside of that box. Squidward being forced to hear the entire story of Robot Pirate Island all the way up until the fireworks, seemingly with the uh, pirates stopping the uh, robot menace. Now, eventually, SpongeBob and Patrick uh, call it a night, decide to get out of the box, and that they'll come back to their box tomorrow uh, after refueling their imagination. This is Squidward's moment. It's his moment to go inside of the box, and he does so. Um, now, I love the idea that I just another thing that that is a, a good reminder of childhood. Um, but you ever remember just where you have a day off, there's no school, and you're hanging out with friends, and your plan is just one thing, and it's just so, even whether it's a video game or playing outside, playing a sport, doing something, but where you just do it for hours on end, where it's just sunrise to sunset, and time just completely flies by. The little sequence here where we see time fly by, unfortunately from Squidward's point of view, and it's not a happy sight, but uh, it, it's such a wonderful reminder of of childhood and and having those just like hour long sessions of of having fun with your friends and and if even if it's just the one thing you're doing, it, it didn't matter. You know, it didn't matter that you did it for like seven or eight hours. There was no care in the world. Uh, so eventually, Squidward gets inside of the box and of of course can't find 
the the button or tape recorder he's looking for because it doesn't exist. The imagination is inside of his head. Uh, I like the little plaque that was left behind for the brave uh, pirates who who sacrificed their lives. Uh, but eventually, Squidward, with the assistance of an actual dump truck, is able to find a bit of his imagination. Uh, due to the sounds of a dump truck coming over and, and taking the box, Squidward um, initially is is thinking like, well, you know, if I just if I just sit here and start pretending I'm in a race car, then I'm going to be in an actual race car. And, and of course, due to some comedic timing, right as Squidward starts hitting the gas and is starting to drive is all the sounds of the dump truck that he's hearing. What we get, though, is cl just a classic Squidward moment where he's given the joy he's looking for in life or in that situation, you know, whatever story you're writing about him, he gets to enjoy it. He gets to taste the, the sun for a second and then it's immediately yanked right under him. Um, and, and Squidward, you know, as a character, you know, we do get to see him win once in a while, but for the most part, we have to see him lose uh, a good chunk of the time, you know, now because the dump truck took this box, it just flung it at the dump and Squidward gets flung out of the box, landing his face into a, a, a massive pie. And there, you know, he gets a, a pie in the face and, uh, and you know, he's just taken from his home and brought all the way to the dump. And, and unfortunately the experience he had in the box is, is a bit short-lived. Uh, SpongeBob and Patrick come out the next morning and and are, are sad to see their box go, but we do get this nice little little end joke of, of Patrick hoping that uh, Squidward is not too down in the dumps. We get a, a bit of a rim shot here, and which brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, the the idiot box, for those that don't know, is a was a, a name given to the television for those who didn't like that. People would just spend all day, all night staring at the boob tube and, and just and soak in as much entertainment as they can. I mean, especially when you had like five or six channels, uh, even when you had 50, hey, that you know how much you could be watching 24 hours of from that that content. That's so much. Uh, now there's just thousands of channels. And, and then when you open it up to, to YouTube and uh, streaming services, huh, there is way too much out there. But. Uh, yeah, that is Idiot Box, one of the most classic SpongeBob episodes you can think of due to the fact that SpongeBob's imagination pose is one of, if not the most iconic image of SpongeBob. If you think of like all of the memes of SpongeBob SquarePants, if you had to have the one that was like, this just represents the character um, him making a rainbow is, is the best, is the best one that I can think of. It's just, everybody knows the, the imagination bit. It, it has transcended the show at this point. Um, and there's nothing wrong, you know, this whole idea of like SpongeBob being associated with rainbows and how, you know, it is or isn't, uh, you know, associating itself with whatnot. Like who who cares? Why did rainbows are great. Rainbows are beautiful. It includes every single color. What's there not to like about a rainbow? And uh, and SpongeBob looks great making a rainbow with his hands. So much so that it's it's a move in uh, All Star Brawl, which is just is it makes sense. It's just one of those like day one type ideas when it comes to making a fighting fighting a 
set with SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, I absolutely love this episode. I have no doubt that when ranking season three, it's going to fall up there with with some of the best of the best with this season. Um, I, I don't think it is my number one, but I have no doubt it'll it'll sit in my top five. This was the the number one voted episode for the cast to reenact at the 2015 San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, it is, like I said, this is a really beloved episode for these little moments. And, and it doesn't take much to write an iconic SpongeBob e- episode. Um, now, that's not to say it's not hard, but just in terms of like where you tee off an idea, hey, SpongeBob and Patrick using their imagination and annoying Squidward in that way, boom, that's build the comedy off of that and that's what they do in this episode uh, beautifully and it's still worth watching all of these years later uh this is one of those episodes that 50 years 100 years from now as as i even said the nasty patty this is another one that like the imagination bit of spongebob this entire episode is is going to be fondly remembered it's just one of those top tier spongebob episodes and that ladies and gentlemen is that this episode of the Squarecast. I just want to thank you if you are a listener of my content. Uh, It it is much appreciated. No matter where you are listening or watching this, uh, I just want you to know that that I appreciate you. I know you're out there, and, and I'm glad that you make me a part of your week just like you are a part of mine. If there's any way for you to show your support in liking any of the videos or sharing any of the content I put out on forums, on Facebook groups, anywhere you think that they might enjoy extra SpongeBob, Nickelodeon, or any of the extra content I put out, if you could do any of that, it is always appreciated on my end. Thank you very much. I hope you all are staying safe out there. Thank you for listening, and we will see you here next week. Squidward, we don't need television. Not as long as we have our imagination.